the pulse of the Hawkesbury. Pulse 89.9. Uh, bunker down and ready for what is the ever-changing conditions that we're going to see throughout today. Yes, it totally is. I think by tomorrow morning everything will have uh, better eyesight on a lot of things. But how's it going as far as uh, keeping us all powered? I suppose you've shut down a few more places by now. We're about 150 yesterday. What are we today? So we've currently isolated power to around 1,500 properties These are in the, along the Hawkesbury and Colo rivers. Um, these, are the, these are the properties that uh, adjoin the river. Um, where the flooding uh, is already impacting on those areas. Um, but I suppose really further possible uh, power isolations are possible today uh, to keep communities safe uh, because, uh, you know, water and electricity are just a lethal mix. Yeah. So, with, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. No. Uh, so what we are asking customers to be prepared for is a very uh, a range of scenarios. Mm. Uh, and to be prepared for further outages. In particular, we have floodwaters approaching the major transmission line, which crosses the river next to the Windsor Bridge. Yes. Um, now, we don't like to isolate people's power supply. Uh, as yeah. I said yesterday, our sole, our sole, sole reason is to give people safe, reliable, resilient uh, and affordable power. Yeah. Um, but we, we obviously, in that list of priorities, safety has to be a priority. Um the impact, the potential impact of isolating that transmission line, which starts over at uh, uh, East Richmond, yes, um, is that it supplies the major substations at Cadai and Wiseman's Ferry, mm. and that's the source of power for all those riverside communities from Wilberforce all the way down to Lawtondale, mm. uh, and includes those homes and properties that are well away yeah. uh, on higher ground, well away from the river. Mm. So if that isolation proceeds later today, uh, we, when we're constantly monitoring river levels there at Windsor, mm. customers will be given about 30 minutes notice via SMS. We'd love to give you more, uh, but this is a very much a last resource but very necessary safety measure. Now, this, this will include, if we do proceed, and, yeah. and I will underline if, yeah. uh, this areas potentially affected include Parts of Cadai, Ebenezer, Lawtondale, Leedsvale, uh, out to Lower Macdonald, Lower Portland, Moralia, Maruda, Pitt Town, Sackville, St Albans, Webbs Creek, Wilberforce, Windsor and Wiseman's Ferry. Mm. Now, that those isolations, that is in addition to those areas where we've already had to turn the power off because yeah. they're flooded. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunate, yes but necessary. Uh, How far off that are we at the moment? Do you know, Peter? Uh, the, the, what we're seeing this time, Catherine, is that the river, uh, because dams are full, rivers are full, and the ground is absolutely soaked, yeah. uh, we are seeing uh, water levels rising, unlike what we have seen in the two previous floods this year and the yeah. flood last year. So it's incredibly difficult to predict. Yeah. We're, of course, watching very, very closely the information coming from the Bureau of Meteorology yeah. as well as uh, from the SES. So we don't have a crystal ball. The best thing, the best advice we can give to, to customers and to your listeners now is be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared, uh, be aware of the conditions changing yeah. and be ready to act and act early.
Yeah. I think that's the thing. And, I mean, if you've got anything you can charge up, charge it up and keep it charged up. That would be a, a really good thing to do. Um, and apart from that, it's uh, things like you said to me yesterday was that it's cold now and people have to realise this and do not bring outside heaters in. That's correct. Those evacuation centres are there. Yes. For specifically there for people to ride out yep. temporary conditions such as these, mm. uh, so they remain warm and mm. safe and well fed, mm. uh, and that their lives can continue mm. uh, without putting them at ri- themselves at risk. Yep. There's a huge amount of effort put by in by government, by the the emergency services, mm. by utilities such as ourselves mm. to keep people safe. Yeah. Uh, and that is our priority at the moment um, because none of us can control the weather and none of us can predict what are, you know, uh, un- unseen conditions. Mm. Uh, e- each incident, you know, and I've been working in this industry now for a very long time, each one is, dis- each one is different and has slightly different permutations to what the last incident was. Oh, yes. So people need to be aware of that yeah. and to act accordingly. Yeah, I, I think that... Um, with the unfortunateness of the fact that we've had so many floods in the last few years, I think there's probably four since 2020, I think it is, um, and it's after the fires. I remember the February one, and that was came up really quickly, but I think this could have even gone quicker, this one. But I think everyone is so used to the fact that there's nothing really consistent in any of these floods and that they all have their own personality, so to speak. Uh, did you have any problems so far with uh, trees coming down or...? Um, uh, we, we we have seen we have seen some trees come down. The uh, Bells Line of Road up at Barami yes. was, was shut earlier today. Mm. Uh, that interrupted supply to about eighty customers up there. Mm. Uh, we worked with the uh, with the SES mm. uh, to remove that tree and to restore supply to those customers earlier today. That was around nine thirty. Mm. Um, but yes. So do you, does of, yeah. elect, does, sorry, um, Peter, but just one question. Do you have teams in certain areas ready to go to these things, do you? Because that would have been Correct. a difficult place to get to. Correct. So obviously we, we have uh, uh, field support centres all over the network. Uh, the one that services uh, the Hawkesbury is at Windsor, but yeah. we have teams at uh, Katoomba, yep. we have uh, teams at Bowenfells, yep. and when situations like this arise, uh, we remit, we uh, turn off all the planned work that was going to go on today. Um, if, uh, um, as it, as if the weather w- was not what it was. Yes. Oh, sorry, no, yeah. You know, if, if today had been a normal day, uh, we would have been doing a whole ba- bunch of planned maintenance. Yes. So we switch that work off, and we move our crews around. Because our priority during incidents like this is one to keep people safe, and yeah. then to get their power quickly back on as possible. So they go, they are our absolute priority, mm. uh, and everything else that was planned for that day gets wiped off the table, mm. uh, and we, we reprogram that for, for uh, it, coming weeks and months. Mm. So that's that's what we do. We also would have uh, moved resources across the river. Mm. Uh, we were doing that on Friday. So we need obviously we need trucks and special equipment uh, to be able to get around and fix yep. people's power supply. Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, people who live in those areas. Um, we t- we move essential spares, uh, poles, cross arms, conductor, switches, mm. isolators, all mm. the uh, insulators, all those sorts of things. Mm. 
So we've got them ready to go because we, we know that major transport uh, corridors and roads, roads and bridges will be closed and we take what we need ready for uh, the worst possible outcome uh, so we can, we can get power back onto those affected communities as soon as we can get safe access into areas that have been affected. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. It's good to know that, you know, even when you saw this, like you could see what's going to come, the forecast of it, that uh, Endeavour Energy jumped on the fact of actually getting uh, teams into areas that could be responsive quicker. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. We're, one, of the, one of the good things about our business is that our people, they are parts of the community in which we serve. They, mm. they, they, they live amongst our customers. That's right. And that's a very – uh, and they've obviously – the people we employ, they're very committed to their community mm. Mm. Um, and they want the best outcomes because they're generally – you know, people, people who are your listeners, they'll probably know one of our people. Yeah. You know, they'll see their ute or their, or their truck parked in the street and um, they're there ready to respond. Yeah, no, that's absolutely excellent. Look, thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, I hope that, you know, it doesn't pan out to be any worse than what has happened and the wind that uh, could be around doesn't pull any more trees down and make it, you know, a little bit more time pushed out. I certainly hope that too, Catherine. Yeah. I hope because the flooding is one thing, but if those winds, if we get 90 kilometre hour winds on this sodden ground, all those trees, all their root balls are soaking wet. Uh, and we, we will see a significant disruption to the service. But, you know, we're optimists here, fingers crossed. Yeah. And um, But as, as a community, we'll, we'll ride through this together. And yeah. um, as long as people know that we're there, mm. we're contactable, we're giving you the best information that we can yeah. get. And obviously the guys with the boots on the ground, uh, they're ready to go. Uh, as soon as problems arise and we can get access into those areas. And your information's on Facebook as well, isn't it? And isn't there is there an app or something that also tells or No, the no? app we, we the app the app has been uh, disabled. So yes, okay. there is uh, we I would encourage you to follow us on Facebook. Facebook We're right. also on Twitter yep. and our website, endeavorng.com.au. There is yep. a, a power outage application in there. You can log things online. Uh, there's an outage map there that will give you the best estimates that we've got. Those estimates will change, obviously, as more yes. information comes in. I understand that's a huge frustration to people. Yep. Uh, you said my power was coming back on at 8 p.m. tonight and now it's tomorrow. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we, we, we don't have a crystal ball yep. um, and we're, we're constantly updating that information yep. uh, when we get reports from on the ground. Mm. Uh, Estimates are estimates, um, well, unfortunately. Mm. And we're all in and, that. And as a, we're, all in, we're all in this together. And uh, we, we just keep updating that information when we know more. And we're in the hands of Mother Nature. So, I mean, that's really the one determining everything at the moment. Correct, yeah. correct. So thank you so much. And um, I'm sure we'll catch up again before this is all over. Um, you know, just thanks to everyone. Yeah, big thanks to everyone for their patience. I think, you know, if you, if you live in the Hawkesbury, you understand that the, the, the weather and the environment can, can impact your lives. You know, the, the pe- people out there are very resilient. Mm. So, you know, please, thank, I'd, I'd like to thank them on behalf of Endeavour Energy for their patience uh, and, and just encourage them to use the information that they've been given by us and, and the SES and other yeah. emergency services. Follow those warnings. Stay safe. That's yeah. really the priority at the moment, and uh, the rest we will work through uh, as we know what we're dealing with. Okay, that's great. Thanks a lot. And we'll put those links to your website and to the uh, Facebook page on ours as well uh, so that we keep everyone with information flow. 
Okay, thank you, Catherine. That's okay. great. Okay, ta-da, Peter. Okay, goodbye. And, of course, that was Peter from Endeavour Energy um, yeah, ch- telling us what we're up to, a really big amount of uh, outages that have gone out now from yesterday to today, and let's just hope those winds don't come through as, uh, well, are they predicted or aren't they? Who really knows? Catherine Jane on Pulse FM. The Pulse of the Hawkesbury. Pulse 89.9. 89.9.